Blog Talk Radio.
In the name of Amen, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only true Lord, and Amen we trust, as the Republic of Intellect, the real 144,000 is being gathered in this day and time, the Mentalists. Good evening, I'm your host, the Intellectual Newman Mankari, and this is Mentalect Radio, and tonight we're going to be discussing living a square life around circular people. The square life for those who are personified beings is the life in which they are the same all the way around. They carry the same type of energy, the same type of power. Carrying that same type of energy and power, they get everything in alignment, everything right in their life in alignment. They succeed at what they ultimately set out to accomplish. Because they are serious in accomplishing that which they set out to succeed in. So they have to be square all the way around, meaning that they have to have a point to their actions, as squares do. There has to be a foundation of which to build upon. The square is not just an analogy. It is also factual and actual in the building of a person. You must convey the same sort of persona that you carry every day in your life. You must not change up your persona in the pursuit of accomplishing something in life, perfecting yourself in life. This is the square life that we strive to continuously live as mentalists, as those who are in alignment toward the fourth dimension. We strive to live that life, all right? And we have to live that life around people who are circular, who have no point to their life, like circles. Don't, they don't have any points. They're just a long and rotative movement or animation of movement, you see, mimicking our movement to a certain extent. What do I mean by that? You ever had people around you who acted as though they were in alignment with everything you were doing because, see, everything you were doing as a person who is striving to live that square life, you're striving to make strides in your life, accomplishments in your life because there's a point to your life. And then you're going to get people who have no real point to their life who will mimic your movements and act as though they are in alignment with what you're doing, but they will show themselves not to be over time. Because, see, patience is required in the living of a square life. Patience is required. It is not going to be those people who are asking, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? No. The person with the square life knows that there is a point a target that they're trying to hit they're trying to accomplish on everything that they do and they will always present themselves the same there is no different faces to the square or the person who is living that square life that's why people refer to people who are considered to be boring you know, people who are not changeable, they call y'all squares. They say, we squares. Right? I include myself in that. They say, we squares. 
Like y'all squares, y'all don't have no excitement and this because we keep it. We tend to keep the same moderate tone. We tend to present ourselves the same way. We don't need to put on any characters or any faces and whatnot. We have a goal to reach, which is more important than you know entertaining or putting on a character face for others because they're so used to doing that. They're so used to switching up and doing mood swings and things like that. One minute they one way, next minute they another way, then they back to another way again, then they on to something else totally. You see? Those are the circular people. They have not learned to live a square life. Many black people come out of that mindset of that circular mentality. They change back and forth. All right? They're very changeable. Very... um easily influenced by the limited things in life, right? And they'll change up on you in a heartbeat. See, this is the mass majority of people because when they get tired of living that square life, when they're attempting to mimic you in living that square life, they're going to want for excitement. They're going to want for change. They're going to want to stir the pot and add different ingredients to the pot to think what they're doing is creating some sort of excitement, some sort of adventure. Whether it be positive or negative, it doesn't matter to them. They operate on both levels, positive and negative. So when they have somebody who they gave a negative energy to, they'll throw in a positive thing just to balance it out. When it's too positive, they'll throw some negativity in there because they like the changeable. That's the people who live the circular life. They are always flip-floppy, back and forth. There is no point to their behavior. You start to learn that over time. You see, there's only points to those who are living the square life because the square represents a building block to greater things. If you can accomplish in this life right, the ability to move as a square, move as you are moving to a destination on all sides, and the goal of accomplishing something in this life, then you will be fit for the fourth dimension. You see these people who have no patience, who have no point, these are the people who are not fit for that fourth dimensional life, that extended life. And we, as those people who are striving to live that square life, to fit into that fourth dimensional state, because in living that square life is literally like Square people fitting into square holes. You see, or square, you know, how do you say the square pegs and the square spaces and the round and the round spaces. That's the third dimension. And the fourth dimension, square represents the fourth dimension. That's the space where we, who are square, living our lives as square, or living the square life. This is where we look to go. And this is our foundation toward the upper dimension, toward the eighth dimension, and so on, because we live our life in a square. We live our life with a point to it. We live our lives with points to it. There's a point for us living, you see, and in that point for us living, having that square, you know, foundation to leap and head into another square foundation to leap from and head into another square foundation to leap from, we acquire power. Because when there's a point or destination that you are working to get toward, 
right? When you are focused, and many people may not see what you're trying to do, may not be with you as you are climbing that ladder, right? As you are walking that path. They may not be with you because the path is too long, the ladder is too high, but you know that there's a point to your movement. There's a point, as they say, there's a method to your intel. There's a method to your intel. There's a method to you wanting to conduct your life as a square person, person who's living that square life. There's a point to you wanting to conduct yourself in that life as opposed to the other one, which everyone else chooses to go by. That one is manipulated by emotions, the circular is manipulated by emotions, emotions, and people's want and desire to be linked to this third dimensional realm of emotion, where there is no point to their life. They're just here taking up space, going through emotional hang-ups, emotional breakdowns, emotional highs and lows, and then the end. That is their life as circular people. People who have been through every gamut of the emotional spectrum, happy, sad, angry, envious, jealous, all of these things. They've been through every, and they're always looking to do it all over again. Because that's what circular people do. They're programmed to go through every emotion because in their mind, these are different emotions represent real points in their life when it in actuality isn't. You know, these emotional mood swings that they go through or these things that these emotional paths that they these emotional uh paths that they're caught up in takes them nowhere. There's no point. Okay. Mm. And these people will always be destined to repeat these emotional and unstable movements because this world encourages the circular motion of emotion. They encourage the circular motion of emotion easily to manipulate people that way as I told y'all a long time ago it's easy to manipulate emotional people very hard to manipulate logical and rational thinking people who have taken emotion out of the equation because these are the people who have figured out that they want to stay living that square life even your Freemasons and all them, they say oh you know we're standing on our square we're standing on our square it's a big thing for these people to say we're standing on our square what square are they talking about what foundation are they talking about? Are they making reference to something other than just a square? Right. What does that mean when the Freemasons and them say they're standing on their square? That means that they want to be standing in the fourth dimension. You see, they want to be standing in that space where there's so much more space. Space for us to inhabit and to grow. Just as we are meant to inhabit space down here and grow as we wish. And that will be a reality again very soon in the uh, distant future. However, conducting yourself around people who carry a circular mindset, you see, you must always prepare yourself to 
know that these people will revisit the same things in life that you've grown away from, that you've moved away from. These people are permanently stuck in a circular motion. They will always revisit the things that you have ascended the emotional mindset, angry, you know, whatever. They will always visit. They will always revisit it and try to get you to visit it with them. See, a lot of these people, they want to take you through their emotional turmoil with them. They want to take you with it to um, through it with them. And you are not interested in that. You don't have time to do that as a person who is living a square life. You don't have time to go through emotional things with people. You see, this is why women tend to like men who are non-emotional, right? Because those are the men who will have the clearer heads in guiding them. And women have been programmed to be emotional and thus moved by circular movement, circular motion, be emotional and things like that. This is why women, they despise men who are emotional because they want men to be the rational and logical one to pull them along, to guide them, to help them keep those emotions at bay. Emotions are fine for sentiment purposes and for maternal purposes when taking care of your child. Maternal instinct, you know, the sentimental factor, that plays a huge part in being able to care for and love your children. I'm speaking about you women. All right. So you know how, some of you know how to keep your emotional stance in check. You know how to keep your emotional mindset in check. You know, many of you know how to do that. Just as many of you don't know how to do that. And then there lies the problem. And there lies the problem because so many don't know how. So they bring their baggage with them, attached to them, things that they don't really want to break away from mindset that takes hold of them that they don't really want to break away from because they've come to embrace this circular mindset that is connected to all the emotions that have kept them from growing mentally that will destroy everything that they attempt to do in their lives. All right? Because the true life, the real life, that we are fighting and striving for is to live that square life. That is the true life. That is the real life, meaning that our life has a point, meaning that we have a point for living. Like I said, this is meant to be an analogy and uh, a form of symbolism and is also meant to be reality-based because we have to have our foundation in a square foundation. Buildings are standing on squares. We must stand on squares too. Because the square denotes the foundation. It denotes a point to what it is there for. We have a point for living. We have a point for living. We have a point for excelling, extending. We have a point. You know, we have a point for doing these things living our lives, the people who live in square lives, we're the only ones that's living the true life because we live a life of purpose. We have a point to our lives. You people who are living the circular life, you don't have no point to your life. 
You're just here taking up space. You're just here riding off of your emotions, and you make your emotions a point of for your life. Because you could tell with an emotional person, they can point to every time in their life they don't been let down, they don't had their heart broken or whatever. They you, they can't really tell you about much they've accomplished in life, but they can tell you about every romance they've been in, any so-called romance, how long they've been let down, their heart been broken. Notice that they can tell you all of these things. But very little can they tell you about their accomplishments in life, what they were able to accomplish in life, do for themselves. Very rarely are they able to do that. But they can tell you how some guy hurt them, how he did this, how he did that, right? These are people who live with no point to their life. These are people who are always trying to find a circular mindset or a circular motion to get caught up in. These are the people who will take you in circles if you're not careful. They will take you in circles and not even realize what they're doing. When you're trying to put them on that square path, they're busy trying to take you around in circles. And it's frustrating. It's frustrating. You know, when you're actually trying to, when you actually trying to live your life on that square foundation where your life has a point, a destination, and is building towards something where you are basically being the same way every time people meet you, you're the same way. You're not somebody who's showing a different face. That says something. That says something strong. It sends a very strong message. It sends a very strong message. It sends a very continuous message. That those who are in alignment, you are strong. And those who are not, get yourself in alignment and become strong. We, as those square living people, we are the same all the time, all the way around. We are the same all the way around. You know how you know certain people who change with the weather? They change all the time with the weather. And then you got those people who remain the same over time, all the time. You don't really see any alterations in their behavior and their movements. You could tell these people live with a focus. I said this the other day. I said I don't really trust men who change up their hairstyles all the time. I tend not to trust those kind of people. They change their hairstyle. They change their physical looks because... You know, it's one thing to do that at a young age, but when you get so, you know, you get up in your age and you're still doing that, that's a sign that you have not outgrown your circular behavior. You see, that want and desire to try different things, that want and desire to call yourself trying different things. You see, and I'm saying there's nothing wrong with trying things out and whatnot, but there's a such thing as trying them. And, you know, exhausting it, and then you keep on doing it. That's just circular people. They will always revisit the same situation that they come out of. They will revisit it, unless it's a square situation that they're trying to be put in. If you try to put a circular person within a square foundation, they will fight you. They will buck up against you. They'll tell you how boring it is. They'll try to find some sort of turmoil in which you're trying to bring to them because 
you bring stability where the people in the circular world, they really don't want stability. The people in the square world, they want stability. The people in the circular world don't. That's why they look for stability in all the wrong places. You think it's an accident that you got all these women out here who got these children and they ain't got no baby, no father for their children. They just got, they just a bunch of motherless whatevers. They just dropping out these babies and these babies growing up without fathers and whatnot. Could that be because this person who laid down with them spread her legs and allow the man to come up in her and put a baby inside of her. Could it be because these women were moving off of a circular path that they saw their mothers come out of, aunts, their friends, all the people in their neighborhood come out of, and they repeat that same cycle, as you say? Because don't they say that in, the, in, in these families? Oh, you know, when you're doing something bad, oh, baby, we got to break the cycle. You know, I was a teenage grandmama. Usually my, my daughter's a teenage grandmama, my great my granddaughter a teenage, and now my great-grandbaby about to be, my great-granddaughter about to be a teenage mother. We got to break the cycle. Hmm. That's real. Those are people who are existing in a circular world where there is no point because when you start having babies like that and you ain't got no father you're just dragging them up and you're looking at the children you're looking at the parents and whatnot you start looking at them like what's the point what is the point can anything be done for these kind of people no because they've made their mind up to live a circular life they've made their mind up to live a life that adds up to nothing that has no point to it they just out here existing and doing whatever Laying with whoever. You could tell in who they lay with and who they choose to be the father of their children that they have no real point in their life because they get a bunch of people who serve no purpose in life. They get with and lay down with a bunch of people that serve no purpose in life. People who will be nothing. You see, people who are no good past the sex. You see, but when you got real people who stand for something, real people who are really about something, you got to look at those people another way you gotta look at them another way you have to look at them with some form of admiration because there's so many people in the world that have no point to why they're living no point you see you know okay well you popped out from you know between your mother's legs and whatnot and, you know you know, you got this and you got that and whatever the case may be. But nine times out of ten, you are the product of a circular union. A, circ- a woman who has a circular life, you are the product of that. Meaning that a lot of you were made with no real point in mind when you were made. I'm talking about when your mother and father laid down and made you. A lot of you were made with no points to living. There was no point to living. There was no point to living as opposed to what we were meant to become. That's when we started living. That's when we started living. So now, being that we are living in a future world, a continuous world, and you are have people who are going to show themselves in a time where we need all of the people living that square life we're going to show people 
would rather live circular where they have no kind of real destination or any real point to how they're living in their life. There is no destination. There is no point. There is no purpose. Just taking up space, mimicking those who have a real life, those who have a real purpose, those who have a real point, just mimicking and wasting their time and yours, right? And these are always the people who follow that circular way and path to nowhere, and these are the people who end up regretting their lives when their lives turn out to be nothing, when they're caught up in that same cycle of nothingness, you see? When they revolve around in that cycle of nothingness, where they end up being, as they say, a statistic, you see, when they just end up being that statistic that's just taking up space, they just surround, they just, you know, you another baby mama, you another, you know, just another chick on, on, on the system, you just another, you know, somebody just living in a place and just whatever. How many of those people are in the world, they have no real point or purpose for living? They just live in that circular world of nothing, and they try to convince you, if you have a point and a purpose to your life, they try to convince you to be like them, you see. And if you can't be like them, if you can't move in that circle with them, they get very angry, they get upset. If you don't get emotional with them, if you don't get angry with them, and even when you try to get emotional or angry with them, if you truly have a point to your life, a true life, if you're truly living a square life, you can't even really get mad at them. Because you don't really, you know, you can't really take them seriously. You see, the people who live in the square life, right, a life with purpose, a life with a point for living, you can't really take people seriously who have no point to their life. they just here taking up space. You can't take them seriously. They become predictable after a while. It's always the same thing over and over and over again. They are prisoners of their emotion. Why? Because the beast has this emotionally charged energy that's still circling the planet, that lunar energy. And unfortunately, a lot of our people are caught up by that lunar energy. You see? You see, a lot of them are caught up on that lunar energy, on that lunar frequency, a lot of on that lunar frequency, which makes them lunatics, which makes them crazy, which makes them emotionally disturbed, mentally disturbed, because they can't get out of that circle. Remember I said what this, what this, this, this crazy symbol is when they show you the crazy people, the people are mentally disturbed? What do they do? They put their, mental, they, their index finger up and turn it around in a circle when they say they're crazy? What's that they put in us and they put their index finger to their head and they point around they put it in, they they whirl it around in circles for the people who are crazy you see that's real because they know that their lives amount to nothing it really means nothing they have nothing really to live for you see they have nothing to live for there's no point to their life. You see, all these people are going to do is be a living uh, uh, example of what not to be. People who live, or should I say, exist within a bubble. How you say, when they say you live, how the beast say you live in a bubble? You live in a bubble. What do you think he means when he says you live in in a bubble? That means you live in the circle. The circle that he has given you, in which your life revolves around. 
whatever ideologies, beliefs, philosophies these beasts give you, these humans give you, for you to, you know, basically govern your life on. That's it. Exactly. You see? That's what they live their life on. So many people are like that in the world. So this is why when you see people that come with a real purpose, you ever notice that when you see somebody who comes with a real purpose, who life amounts up to something, what does the beast do? He makes them he 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 makes them famous or infamous. He'll make them famous or infamous. He'll make them famous if he like them. He'll make them infamous if he don't carry a point to their life. They have a point. Why? Because they're living their lives on the square. They're living their lives on the square, meaning they're living for that which is reality, that which is real, that which drives them towards something for a point in their life, that which is to accomplish something, you see. And you are always, those of us who are striving to live that life, live that square life, live our life with a point to it, those of us who strive to do that, to live that righteous life, right, with a point to our lives, those of us who are striving to do that, we have to constantly maneuver around these circular people. We have to maneuver around these circular people because we live outside these circular people. You see, they live inside us. We live outside them. What do I mean when I say they live inside us and we live outside them? What I mean is they live amongst us, around us, you see, and they're always trying to, and they'll always try to figure out what it is that, you know, makes us move, makes us tick, makes us, you know, they're always trying to figure it out. And they can never really figure it out. And we tend not to be a match. We tend to turn them off. Or we will turn them on because they strive to be like us. They strive to have a point to their lives. They strive to have meaning to their lives. You see? So they are enamored by us because they want to have that same reason for striving. They want to have that same reason for striving. You see, they want to know what makes us get out of bed every morning, what gives us that, you know, mindset to, you know, conjure up new ways of thinking and next ways of thinking and, you know, gives us the push to go above and beyond what people try to set limitations on in our circular life. See, people have set circular people have set limitations in their circular lives or their circular existence and, you know, when they see that you're not going to do that, they don't know how to, you know, quite connect with you. Like a good example is when my father he used to always try to get me to work for the city, work for transit, work for the city, work for transit, work for the city. Now that is a life of rotation. My father tried to get me to live a life of rotation for years because in his mind, that rotation equals security. In other words, yeah, you know, you got a job. You know, they're going to take care of you. You're going to make money. You're going to do this, this, that, and the third. And for a minute, years ago, I was like, okay, I guess I'm going to get on with that. We'll probably be working and driving the train and working on the train and whatever the case may be and driving the train, all this business, right? or being a conductor, or whatever the case may be on the, you know, because I like trains. I, so I said, I'd probably end up being that. Never happened for me. And for a minute, I was upset about that because I wanted to really be a train a train engineer, just drive the trains. You know, I love trains. Those of you who know me, I love trains. But it wasn't meant. 
Amen had greater things in mind for me. To live my life as a man who is standing on a square, living his life in a square, meaning that my my life has a point to it, has four points to it. My life has four points to it. Okay? Just as those of you who have four points to your life, our, our points are people, place, possession, and power. And the mastering of these things, the mastering of places. We attend every place for the most part on the planet where we need to be to advance ourselves. That's why I was always about, okay, we're going to go over here to Cancun. We're going to go here to Mexico. We're going to see these pyramids while Mesoamerican ancestors built this. We're going to go over here and see that. So these are the important places to go where our people have been. And where our people are at and where we must reach our people. So we master that. We travel with a purpose. We move with a purpose. So we master that point. Possessions. We have all the things that we want and need over time. We'll have all the things we need and want over time. Right? Because, again, I guess I like nice things. Nothing wrong with having nice things. We're supposed to have that. See, these are these are lower and the lesser things. You know, Place, place in possession and mastering, those are the things that you're supposed to have. You're supposed to have nice cars, nice homes, money. You're supposed to have. That's regular. That ain't nothing to strive for. We're supposed to have that automatically as a community, collectively. People. We're supposed to be able to master and ultrastand these three-dimensional or these two-dimensional circular people who are still operating under the third-dimensional frequency. We're supposed to understand the people who possession, like movers, possessions like black people and everybody else in the human race that are striving to stay within that third-dimensional as people. Those who are possessions, blacks, and those who are people, everybody else. When I say people, I mean a collective because people represents a collective body of, of uh beings so place possession and people and then the fourth point is power mental power after we master these things you know we mastered all these things in the three-dimensional world people place and possession what i say is next up for us power what power is that sensory power mental power extended mind power this is what happens when we mass these things. So that means that our life has a point. We have points, destinations that we're trying to move to, things that we're trying to become and master so that we can move on to the next point. And it keeps on making itself known to us what we must move to, what we must master. This is the whole point. If there is no point to life, then life is not worth living. If there is no point to life, then life is not worth living. If you are controlled by mood swings, by emotional fits, if you are controlled by these things that keep you from mastering people, place, and possession, and thus on our way toward power in those four in those fourth dimensional things, then you know what? Life truly isn't worth living. We're just existing like everybody else. We become like the creatures 
we become like the creatures within the third dimension who will never see power. We'll always be under people, place, and possession. As I said, black people are possessions. They're not people. They're not place. They're not going to be in these places, and definitely not any power. You see, we, by becoming a community, have mastered people, place, and possession. We have mastered these things. We are mastering these things continuously, in order for us to become greater people. You see, this is what so-called black people lack in their lack in their world because they, if they, if they truly understood the power in being that we're living a square life righteously with a point to your life, with a real point to why you are living. You wouldn't have to go out here and you ask black people today, well, what, what is your point of living? When I say that you ask black people that they're going to draw a blank. They ain't got no point for living. They can't tell you what their point for living is. They can't. The mass majority of black people, white people as well, but, you know, and everybody in between, you ask them all that question, they all going to draw blanks. You might find a few that say something, and nine times out of ten, they'll probably be white. But most of the time, you so-called black people, you don't really have no real point for living. You don't. And that's because you move as circular people. Circular people have no real point for living. They just exist side by side with us, live next to us, live with us, live by us, sleep in the same bed with us, our family members. They don't have no real point for living. They're just here taking up space. And when that space is no longer going to afford them the ability to take it up, then they're going to be moved out of that space and somebody else is going to be put in that space, in that circular space. You see? Because these people in their circular mindset, they make the world go round. They make the world go round. And as far as, you know, animation and motion and things like that, animation, we make the world go forward. They make the world go round. Again, we who are the who are living our life in the square, we make the world go forward. The people who live in a circle, they make the world go around. Remember that song uh, by the... Um, What's the name? What's that? Uh, stylistic people make the world go around. People make the world go round. Why they say that? Because they, what they meant by that is that people are not exciting at all. There's no real power. Not saying exciting, but people have no real purpose. They just moving in circles. They have no real, no no real purpose. They just move in circles. In their everyday existence. You see. That's why the beast doesn't really value human life. They don't value human life. And they definitely don't value subhuman life. You so-called black people. They don't value your life. Because like I said. There's no point to your lives. To be born. To go go to school. Go to work. Come home. Go to sleep. And just do this for years on end. What is the point? What is the purpose? I said this before. I said those of you, when you became part of this community, your life started to have a real purpose. Your life had a real purpose when you became part of this community. I mean that. I know my life started to have a purpose when I became the head of this community. When I gave, I was given a focus. Because prior to that, I didn't have no point. I used to work on security guard jobs and all kind of other stuff. And I'd be like, damn, is this going to be my life? 
I'm like, damn. I, that, and for some people, that was just good enough. You know, people was like, damn, you making such and such an hour, you know, this, that, and the third, you got your own place and whatnot. For some people, that's good enough. You see? And I'm not even just talking about monetarily-wise. I'm not talking about the money, the money or just the, you know, whatever so-called career. I'm like, there's no point to this. There is no point to this. There's no point to me getting up in the mornings or getting up at night and going into this place and punching this clock and sitting on a job for eight hours for these people, watching they build them. When I mean, yeah, it's easy money, you know, but I always looked at it as a thing of passing the time until I hit my point. Passing the time until I hit my point, my point for being here, because at that time I didn't know what my true mission was going to be and what my true purpose in life was. So I was just literally taking those jobs to pass the time because I didn't want to be around these people. I had I knew I didn't want to be around these people. I didn't want. I took night jobs doing security, and I wanted to work by myself. I didn't want to be around other people because, you know, I knew I was a square person, and I really did not want to be around circular ones. I knew I was a square person. I didn't want to be around circular people. I didn't want to be around people telling me, man, it's a good job, man. You know, we could put it, if we stay here for five or ten years, you know, then we could, you know, we could do this, that. You, you know, you can get this kind of, I'm like, nah, I don't want to hear that. Yeah, you put in ten years here at this job. If you put in five years, you put in this many years. And nah, I don't want to hear that. I never kept them jobs long. I moved on, man. Because my goal, if I was going to do it, I, I wanted to be by myself. I don't want to hear nobody trying to convince me. Because that's what I realized they were doing over time. They were trying to convince me that I should not try and live a square life, but I should rather live a circular life like them. You see? I should convert my mind over and settle for living a circular life where my life has no point to it. Well, I'm just going to be a hostage of my emotions because even those people who live in that circular, live in that circular life, they they hostages to their emotions. You know why I say hostages? Because the emotion that dominates them the most is fear. They won't leave the circle out of fear. They will not leave that circle out of fear. You see, they have accepted that their life is meant to be on that level where nothing is required of them, nothing is expected of them. There will be no evolution in their life, no extension in their life. They have accepted that. I couldn't accept that. I knew my life was meant to be more than that. I didn't know what it back in that time, but I knew I was supposed to be more than that. My life had to add up to more than this. Certain people didn't even ponder that. That's what I'm talking about. They don't ponder that because they just want to live that circular life. I thank Amen every day that I wasn't. Amen every day that I wasn't. Because it is truly a gift if you are chosen to have to come in contact with some sort of teaching, some sort of, you know, some sort of extension, something that's going to make you see past that circular life. Because black people live in a circular life. Black people live in a circular life. Bright people don't. You see? Do y'all follow what I'm saying to y'all? Are y'all getting exactly what I mean by this? I'm trying to be as transparent as possible. Everybody, am I making myself class? Because the worst thing in the world is to try and get people to have people who are to do who are not who are basically destined to do nothing with their life. 
the worst thing to do is to get them or let them convince you to be the same way. Now, for certain people, it's okay for them to be that way because that's just how it is. I mean, I'm not putting down the people who are meant to live a circular life. I'm really not. Certain people are just meant to do that. Certain people are meant to get up and go to that security job every day for the rest of their life, go push that broom for the rest of their life, go and drive that bus or drive that train or, you know, whatever. They Some people are meant to do that. Others are not. You see, they're meant to live that circular life. Others are meant to live a square life where their lives amount to something, where their lives are going to stack up to something greater. You follow? Right back.
I used to look at uh, I used to look at people like Stan Lee, the guy who made up all of those characters for Marvel, and I used to, you know, I used to talk about how he used to go into the office every day, and he'd come up with different ideas for the strips and whatnot, and you know, he had this guy who did it all drawing from guy Jack Kirby, and they would just be in the office all day. They'd be on the tables acting out Spider-Man, acting out the Hulk and drawing and had the big drawing boards up there and things like that. And that's all they did all day. Day in, day out for years. They would go to work in Manhattan and draw comics and write out stories all day and act them out and just sit up in the office and do that. And people would say, well, damn, that's a nine-to-five job. You go there and you do that and, you know, ain't that, don't they get boring to you? And I'm like, No. I don't. I could see why, you know, he lived a long time, you know, this human Stanley. I could see why, you know, when you have something like that, when you have something like that that, you know, forces your mind to move past the limitations and, you know, stretches your imagination and 
you know, get you to do things and, you know, interact with people and and you're able to make a really good living at it, that's powerful, man. You're able to make a really good living at it, take care of your family and do something you love, something that doesn't have you moving in circles, something even with this one, somebody said it with the with unlimited epics, getting out there, to me, that's exciting, man, you know. I said, as much as me writing the stories and having the Enrod Jaren, she draws the draws the characters. It's more exciting to me to see everybody out doing it, man, because you actually make, making you know connection with the people and selling the book, and you you putting the name out there, you putting these stories in their minds, and you creating a whole another generation is going to be raised up on these books, who are going to see, you know, they're going to live through my imagination my images that I'm giving to them so that they can then extend their imagination. That excites the hell out of me, man. You see? Being able to go places, you know, when Mentelec has taken me, even when Mentelec came to me, the word itself is sent shockwaves through my system. And I, when it was, you know, being something new as it was, or I shouldn't say something next, when it came to me, Mentelec, that sent shockwaves through my system. You see, that's how fourth-dimensional people who live their life in the square, you know, operate. They, you know, that sends the shockwaves through your system when you feel something next coming up, something that makes your life have meaning, something that comes through you and is going to go to the people. It sends shockwaves, and I'm still like that to this day, Hail Amen. At 50 years old, I'm still like that today. That's why, you know, that's what keeps me young, man. That keeps me going to the gym and working out and acting like, you know, I don't feel like, you know, what I'm supposed to feel like. Now, I think of this, you know, what if I would have stayed on, you know, took my father's advice and been working for the city and working for transit or working for the city and put in 20 years or 25 years. I'd probably have all gray hair, bald-headed, fat, you know what I mean? You know, had had some had some kids, not no children, like my beautiful daughter. I'd have had some damn kids with a nigger woman, you know, living in some goddamn apartment somewhere. You know, going to work, just eating and going to work and sleeping, and yelling at my nigger kids. You know, my nigger woman, hating my life. You see, you got people like that, and I feel so sorry for them that they know they were supposed to be more in life and they didn't get to do that. They know they're supposed to be more in life and they didn't get to be that. That's hell. That's hell. You know? That's hell that you'd have to, that, 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 that's your life. You know? Your life is just something like, like I said, it's just, you know, it. I couldn't stand it for the time I was working around these people. And then these people always wondered, damn, why you don't want to work in the day around people? I said, I don't want to be reminded that I do this for a little. I want to just totally focus on what I'm for. I don't want to be around people. I don't want nobody talking to me. I don't want nobody trying to convince me that this is a good job I'm on. I'm not on a good job. It'll never be a good job for me. I already resigned myself to the fact that it'll never be a good job for me. I didn't come here to work a good job or a bad job, or any job, but one that I create for myself. That's the labor, that's what you call a labor of love. When I'm out here doing these radio broadcasts and I'm raising my people, that's a labor of love. Why you think I could get up and do this, you know, do all of these broadcasts like this and, you know, without, you know, and just, 
you know, whether I'm tired or whatever the case may be, I soldier it out. Man. I do it because I love this. And I say I love this because Hail Amen, Amen gave me a purpose. My life means something. You see, that's the most powerful thing that anybody can have in their life when their life means something. See, when your life don't mean a goddamn thing, when you're just moving in that circular path and you just like everybody else, you a stereotype, you just going the same thing, you're like you ain't no different than nobody else, then like I said, that's God, that's 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 depressing. But see, you don't you don't when you don't know no better, you I mean, you got the people who, you know, they don't know no better, that's just their life. They like, oh, well, you know, this ain't nothing you know, they, they, they find happiness or find contentment, I should say, not happy but yeah, they find happiness or contentment in these menial things in their circular life. They find a little happiness, they get their little boyfriend, their little girlfriend, their little you know, all that little nonsense, you know. Going to the movies, going out to the club, getting some drinks, you know, listening to music, then going to their job in the morning and wherever they go in their job at, and that's their life. You see, that's their life. It's nothing. But they've resolved that fact that their life is nothing, and they make the best out of nothing. You see. And again, that's not just circumstance. You see. That's not just happenstance or circumstance. That is what they were designated to be, what they were designated to do. This is why I tell you, be mindful of who you lay with. Be mindful who put who you allow to put children in you because you can have males like this who have no real point or purpose in their life. And if by chance you should produce offspring who are meant to have a point and purpose in life, you have to be careful not to have that spouse of yours dumb down or, um, you know, tear down the dreams of that person who wants to, or that child that wants to be more. You have to be mindful of that. You see? When, you know, because when, like I said, when you got people who don't want no more out of their life and they see that they have children who are meant to do more, they will try to make their children regular like them. Because in their mind, they're telling their children, you know, that's you know, you you need security in your life. You know, you need to work over here and take this job because you know you need security in your life. Just go ahead and take that job because you know you need security in your life. Just go over here, go to the military, go over here to this job because you know you need security in your life, right? You know you need to get with this because you need security and you know you need that, right? You know you need to get with and do this, do this job. You need it, and you saying to yourself, I don't want to do that. I want to do something else. I really want to do something else that's fulfilling to me, that gives my life purpose, that my life has a point to it. And it may be out of their range of understanding, so therefore they'll try to knock it down. They'll say, oh, man, so you just you just want to do all that, so you don't need to do all that. You see, that's, you know, they'll say things like that. And whether they're trying to just basically look out for your well-being or whether they're just trying to make you into them and their image and after their likeness, it all goes into hurting you if that's not what you're meant to be. Now, you got certain people, like I said, you got certain people who are meant to live circular lives and they can find happiness and contentment from that. 
But there's nothing more painful, nothing more excruciating than living that life knowing you were meant to do something more. I told you about that story one time where um, <laughs> I laughed at this story, but it's not even funny. When I went back to my old hood years and years ago, I went back to my old hood. I grew up at in the projects, you know, and it was um, it wasn't in my project. It was a project, a neighboring project um, called Langston Hughes Projects in Brownsville. I went back there. I went over there. For, I was over there for some reason. I don't know years ago, and there was a girl named Alicia, right? Who used to go? I used to go to school with, and we went to grade school together. And Alicia was one of these type of people. She, you, you could look at her and just talk to her, just talking to her. Even back then, we was like six. We was like we was like eleven, twelve years old, sixth grade and whatnot. You just knew Alicia was different. I mean, I seen all the hood girls and whatnot, and I knew they was just gonna be straddling the bench with a damn Pepsi soda somewhere, and just you know overweighting on the system. I already knew. You already could basically tell who was gonna be doing that, and, and right from right from grade school. But Alicia was special. She was different. I was like, she's going to be a lawyer or something, a doctor. She's going to do something great with her life. I was like, she's going to be something, you know. You just knew that about a nice-looking, pretty girl. And when I even so, so much her look, just her mentality. I saw her one day when I went through the project. She's sitting on the bench with the chicks who I knew, who she went to school with. They all grew up in them projects. She's sitting on the bench drinking some goddamn Pepsi overweight and I saw her and I was just appalled when I saw her and she looked at me I ain't want to look at me because I didn't you know I saw her and I just tried to walk away fast she looked at me and she spoke to me and I spoke back to her you know what she said to me when I looked at her we had a brief conversation you know what she said to me I, I kid you not she said you expected more of me didn't you I, my mouth almost dropped I ain't know what to say I, like the mic dropped and I, I I I I was trying I was looking at the and you know what I said right I said yeah and I walked off I said yeah and I walked off A true story I could not make this up she knew she fucked up <laughs> you know you don't fucked up right like in minutes aside you know you don't fucked up right that's just how it was you know you don't fucked up right. She done fucked around, listened to Von Della and all of them. That's Von Della, that's a real person. She was definitely one of who I figured was gonna be straddling the bench. And she and right on the next bench was Von Della. Von Della wasn't too far away. I was like, I was like Oh damn. I'll never forget that as long as I live. You know, her brother committed suicide. He jumped out of a uh, off the out of a damn window from the tenth or the fourteenth floor. He killed himself. I remember they went to his funeral. But anyway. Shit, I bet she. I bet she felt like jumping out the window. Damn, jumping out the damn window too. After I said that to her, I think she had a baby or something like that. She was just in the projects, you know. She just cold came out and said, "You expected more of me, didn't you?" And I said, "Yeah, I did." And I walked off. It's <laughs> like damn. But that just goes to show you that she knew she was meant to do more, and she living in hell. She was like she was living in hell. I felt bad to tell her that I was going to say, no, nah, you are, I, I, I couldn't even lie to her, man. I couldn't, because I was, that, that's how hurt, I was hurt for her. I was hurt for her, you know. And so, you know, I said, she she was definitely one of those people who showed me when you allow mediocrity 
and circular behavior because that's all she grew up around was a bunch of niggas, a bunch of media, media, but she seemed like she was immune to that. Like she was going to see beyond and past it. And I was really, I really wanted more for until reality set and then she decided she didn't want more for herself. You know? But that's what let me know I could never be that. I could never be that. I refuse to be that. You know. So in front with an old friend of mine, Errol, Errol, Errol Mack, he ended up working for Transit Authority. He, I thought he was this guy was going to be a music producer. He good in music, and I always saw more out of him. Saw more him being more, and. I thought he was just going to be more. I mean, he did all right. He ended up driving the train for transit. He lost all his ball-headed. He lost all his he, he gained weight and stuff like that. And he got a bunch of kids and whatnot, so he got to keep that goddamn transit job. He another one I thought would make more out of himself. Me and him grew up together with his friends, Errol Mack. He ended up driving the damn train. One day I saw him. I was jogging in the park years ago, and he was all and he was like real slim and always lean. This nigga, like, gained weight. He lost all... He's, like, all bald-headed and whatnot. Like, I guess his hair came off and take care of them damn kids because he wanted to be a lover man. But he decided to lay down with the wrong females and been a lover man with the wrong ones and ended up taking his ass probably to child support court. And he had to pay all that goddamn child support, so he got to keep that city job. You know? They see me out there running and shit. He said, damn, man, I wish I could get out there and run with you, man, get in shape with you. I was like, yeah, you need to, but I already knew that wasn't going to happen. You see, because, you know, once people start giving up on, like, cause I, how I felt it when he was saying, it was like he wanted to, like, get back that energy that I had in me. He said I didn't have any children at the time. He wanted to get that energy back. He wanted to be next to me, run with me, because the running with me was, a you know, basically a euphemism for he wanted to tap my energy and get back in that mindset of doing something with his life. Because I already knew what I seen with them city jobs and stuff do for you. All you do is sit up there and work for eight hours and then you got to go home and sleep, and then you get up, turn back around, go there, and do that, and you, that your life becomes that job, that menial job. Your life becomes that. I mean, sure, you're making decent money, you're making pretty good money, but that becomes your life. And I'm like, I, I wasn't ready to give my life up to these people. You know, you're really giving over your life, blood, and your energy to these people. Now, again, if you have nothing to... You know, if your life is really summing up to nothing, there's no point to it, then I, I guess gotta do that. Do your thing. If you meant to be a hamster on the or a gerbil on that wheel, you know how the gerbil and hamster run on that wheel and they run on that wheel and they just keep running on that wheel to nowhere. And I'm like, if that's what you meant to do, so be it. Not me. Not me. Errol Errol and Errol and Alicia convinced me not to be that. I thank them. You know, I I thank them in advance. I thank them whether, you know, they know it or not. I thank them, and I'm not even trying to be funny. I really thank them for letting me see what I should not, have, what I what I didn't want to end up being. Because at one point, I thought about just going ahead and taking them jobs, doing that, you know, trans and working a conductor, and I was like, I'm glad I didn't. We're right back. <laughs>
somebody who I looked to, like I said, who had a great and eventful life. You know, there was turmoil, turmoil and tragedy in that man's life, the boy Elijah Muhammad. He had a great life. This man went from being a worker and a country working man and taking care of a family to being the head of a organization having great influence, a man of power. How does a down south country man, little man, barely, you know, not that well spoken, how does he ascend the heights of greatness like that and become like a damn like a god on earth? How did he ascend that greatness and that height? You know, these Negroes, these educated Negroes, these circular Negroes who basically was, you know, kissing the white man's ass and, you know, licking his boots. They could not understand how a man like Elijah Muhammad, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, ascended to such great heights and power because it was destined for him to do that. You see, it was destined for him to do that. It wasn't meant for him to be anything other than that. See, people who have that, who realize that greatness in you, people can only realize greatness in you if they have greatness in themselves at some levels. Certain people, they recognize greatness in you because they have it in themselves. They have the ability to see it in themselves. Or they just have it somewhere in themselves, but it's lying dormant and they may never see it, but they see it in you. And sometimes people will become jealous of you because you can access something that they wish they couldn't access. They wish they could access that greatness, that ability to be or live that square life. You see, because you can't accomplish nothing in life if you're not a square-dealing person. If you're not the same all-around person that's serious about accomplishing something in life, something greater in life, that has to be set in your head. You have to be... You have to have that ingrained in you that your life has purpose. Your life has meaning. You have to have that ingrained in you. If you don't have that ingrained in you, then you're not going to understand it or understand it for yourself or anybody else. You'll have children who have that ability to be something greater, and you will just kill that in them. You see? It is your duty as parents to encourage your children to be greater. Sometimes children need that push in their lives to become greater. Sometimes they need somebody to encourage them. Sometimes they need people to discourage them. You see, I have plenty of people discourage me. You see, plenty. Even my own father. Still love my father anyway, but they discourage me and, you know, I still became who I was meant to become in spite of the people that discouraged me. I got to where I wanted to be. It was a long and hard path to travel. I came a long way. I came a long way. Came a very long way in the realization of who and what I was meant to be. Even when I stopped being part of criminal things and things I was doing in the streets because I had to sit back one day and I thought to myself, did I really want to be in that circle of crime? Because that's all it was after I realized that I thought it was something that would springboard me into something else. And, you know, I thought it was exciting at the time I was being a part of something, but 
I realized that this thing could end no other way but me in jail or dead. That's the only way it could end, and it would hurt my family a great deal to lose me because I know I'm supposed to be an asset to myself, to them, and to my community, what I was supposed to do, what I was sent here to do. Because if you have the mindset to realize certain things, to see certain things that others can't see, see the flaws, see the limitations and things that people do, and make sure you do not set yourself set your set yourself up by those same limitations, then you can go far. You can go as far as you want. You can move in squares. You can walk into any frame of life and you can succeed where it is meant for you to succeed at. You see, I wasn't meant to succeed in that world. That's not my world. I was someplace that was foreign to me, and I was trying to adapt to that, adjust to that, and I said, I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm not going to try to adapt or make myself fit into a world I don't fit into, or fit in amongst people I don't fit in amongst, you see. And when I stopped doing that, I was able to create my own lane. I was able to open up my own lane. You know, mentally came alive. And the people who gravitate toward that, see, they who gravitate toward it, these are people who are not meant to live a square life. I mean, meant to live a circular life. These are people who are not meant to live a circular life. You all who are walking with me are meant to live that square life, that life of extension, that life of extended thought, extended mindset, extended reality. You are meant to live that square life, those of you, because if, you know, like I said, circular people, they can hang out with each other. They they socialize on the job every time. They talk about the job. Then they socialize. They have these jobs for years. They have baseball games. They have they socialize with each other. These niggas on their job, they, they got baseball teams, softball teams. and You know, they hang out together, and they all go to the same job and things like that, and they socialize that way. I couldn't do nothing like that. They got susus and, you know, they all, you know, talk about their 401k and all that other BS. I can't do that. I need people who move as I move. We move on a square, not on a circle. We move on a square. Our life is meant to amount to something, be something. So when people know that we were really here, we made a difference. We touched people. See, those of you out here, you know, I'm going to tell you something. Those of you out here selling those Hurt books and those She Fly books and all the other characters to come, and you're going to make money at this, plenty of money at this, or whatever endeavor we get into as we go forward as the Republic of Mentelec, as the Mesoamerican community. Whatever we touch, people are going to remember us. Y'all standing on the corner selling those books. I, I'm so proud every time I see people here who are selling the unlimited epics and they stand up here wearing a Herc shirt or a She Fly shirt and whatnot. I'm proud of y'all because y'all are making a difference in the minds of these babies. We came at the right time. Those of you, when those children can go out there and pick up a Herc book or a She Fly book or any of these other books that's coming out, these unlimited, you're making a difference in their life. You see, they're going to remember you. They're going to remember those shirts. They're going to remember those books they bought. They're going to look to you and be like, yeah, these, you know, where these people change my life. You really, you really don't realize what a difference you're making. 
in the lives of these children who want to see their images, their true images, in a state of power, not drawn by somebody else who is looking to downsize and downgrade them, but to actually see their image and their likeness, to see the power in their image and their likeness. They're going to remember you. They're going to remember us. They're going to remember when they heard Mental Like Radio. I can't tell how many people have said to me over the years, even if they didn't come into the Republic of Mental Like, how I changed their lives, I changed their thought, their perception, I made them better. I healed them mentally. I can't tell you how many people I've seen in the comment section, I've seen the video. You see the BCs, things like that, and see, that's more offensive than any of my videos because they'll tell me they're going to flag the videos. No, what's offensive to them is people who are saying, brother, you changed my life. I don't think like I used to no more. Brother, you changed. They don't want that. That's what's offensive to them, that we are changing the minds of people who once thought of themselves as Negroes, black people. That's more, you know, offensive to them. That a man who has decided to stand on the square and build a foundation, a real house for his people, that offends them because the beast did a lot to turn you into circular people, turn you into people with no true point, no true uh, purpose to your life. They worked hard to turn you into black people because that's what black people are. Black people are people who have no, or, excuse me, not people, black people, black black possessions. I'm not starting just calling y'all people no more. Black possessions, they don't have no purpose in life. They have none. Their purpose is to serve the beast. That's their only purpose. Their possessions in life, and like I said, their life basically works in a circle. Because when the beast put you in slavery, you were just meant to be a cog in his machine. What 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 shape is a cog? A cog is circular. All that's all they wanted to turn you into is a cog in their machine that would just work when they tell you to work. You know, and whatever to die when they tell you to die. Screw when they tell you to screw, and they could just take advantage of you. You were just a cog in their machine. Just as you all, you so-called black people, nothing but cogs and machines of the beast, man. You're nothing but circular cogs and they, they machinery that just turn when they pull a lever. I refuse to be that. I refuse. And you all who walk with me, by you walking with me, you saying you refuse. By you walking, those who truly walk with me, those who are in this community, though really with me, you're saying the same thing that you refuse. You see, and we need to find all of our people who refuse and want to walk with us, who want greater, who see greater for us. Remember, I said this. I said you can't force people. The only you can't force people to see greater if they don't have greatness inside them. You can't force them to see greater. That's why I said. You got certain people who are just resigned to the fact that we black and we Negroes and that's all we ever going to be. And we here to exist as a cog in the machine of the beast. And their minds are made up in that. And they'll try to get you to think like that because in, in, in their mind, you're crazy for thinking beyond that. You're crazy for trying to guide your life and live by the square. 
They want you to live in a circle. They don't want your life to have a point. Your life, the only point to your life in their mind is to serve the beast and just get your money. Get your money. There ain't nothing wrong with serving the beast. Get your money. Go to work. Get your money. You see, but you've given up so much more than just your time and your blood and sweat. You've given up more just to get, you know, and the money ain't worth it. You can find such you can find much more fulfilling things to do with your life where your life has a purpose and make even more money. You see? Because once you do that, the money just comes. The money comes. See the beast wants you to sit on a job, he'll give you a hundred thousand dollars or fifty or sixty, seventy thousand dollars to sit on the job and be miserable and have you doing the same thing over and over and over again and whatnot, year in, year out, going to work in the snow, going to work in the heat, going to work in the rain. He'll have you doing that year in, year out. And you hating your job but you can't leave because you need the money. That's a trap they try to keep you in. That's a trap. You see, because the beast, he does what he wants to do. Those ones, they could jump on a plane at any time and be in France, be in Paris, be over here, be over there, go over there, do whatever they want to do. You see, and that's the level we're going to be at, where we can go wherever we want to go, be where we want to be, be in whatever city we want to be in at any time we want to be. If we want to be in Paris, if we want to be in South Africa, we want to be in Montenegro, we want to be in Mexico, South America, you know, catching a... 8 o'clock playing, being over there two in the, walking around 2 in the morning, watching the whatever. Having access to these places. Having access to these possessions. Having access to these people as far as selling things to them and letting them fund our way of life to get us to the stage of power. So be it. Somebody got to control these things in order to get to the power, and that's us. So let me go ahead and read these questions before we get out of here. What is living where life around circular people? Meaning living a life with purpose. Because your life don't sum up to anything unless you're living it in a square. Because the square represents the building block of all things. If you're not living your life building it up towards something, if your life is not summing up to something, then you're not really living. You're just existing in a bubble. And you are serving somebody else's greater purpose. Again, you people are nothing but cogs in the mindset of the beast and the circular system of the beast. Just cogs. Why is this necessary to live live that square life? Because those who are meant to do that, we're charged to do something greater in life. And I'm gonna say something to my my video people. I want to, I definitely want this um, broadcast on mental like 144. I think. Uh, our people need to, people to listen. They need to hear this. Definitely want this on Mental Like Channel 144. All right. Why, um, do most people know what a circular life is? No, most people don't. And those who do, they hate the life that they live. See, because when you are able to notice it, that means that you're supposed to be paying attention to something else. When you notice that your life is nothing but a circle of never-ending nothingness just headed nowhere you're just doing the same job same things and again it's living the same type of life around the same type of people ain't talking about nothing when you can recognize that that's a sign that your life must then beyond that the people who don't who happy with that that those are the people that belong there they belong certain people just, just simply belong in that circle in that bubble you don't if you can realize it all right i realized it early you know 
what is a circular life? A life of rotation, continuation of certain the same thing over and over again that adds up to nothing. Alright? Is circular is the circular world is the is the uh circular world I should say is the square world fourth dimensional? Yes it is. The building block toward the fourth dimension. I meant to put that in there. Is the circular world third dimension? Yes it is. Path to nowhere. Rotation with no point. And that's it. We're going to close out in the name of Amen. By the power of Amen and Amen we trust. And Amen we thank. And in Amen we continue for it forever. I am the intellectual new Ben Carres. This has been Mental Like Radio. See you guys back here tomorrow night at 10. Good night.